Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, The Saturday Manager, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Grassroots football is finally back and we're buzzing. Get Down to Play today, the UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Saturday Manager with the former manager of Red Velvet Reserves, myself, Jim Kenny. Hi, welcome to another week um, and indeed my last week as the Saturday Manager. Um, as quite a few people probably who listeners have seen on Twitter, I've stepped down um, from my role as manager of Red Velvet Reserves this week, um, last Saturday, um, we didn't have a game. So, unfortunately, um, my last game was a couple of weeks ago. Uh, it was actually the Farnborough game, uh, which ended in defeat, um, which I did say that we shouldn't have lost in that game, to be fair. Um if anything, we decided to toss the game off instead of actually uh, giving them the game. But there it is. Um, we'll go into uh, me leaving at the end. As we didn't have a game, I want to have a little look at um, the A's versus uh, Stansfield. Um, <clears throat> the A's have done okay so far this season. Um, had some really good results. Um um, some of their setbacks against teams who probably they should be beating if they want to be amongst it, among it at the end of the season. Um, but as we all know, football's crazy. Um, and sometimes you don't get the results what you deserve or you don't get the performance what you should get with the players that are on the pitch. Um and there's lots of defining uh, factors which actually affect results, obviously. Sandsville, well, what can we say? Um, come up against a team that haven't lost in the league, beat a very strong um, Elton Town team in the Cup, um, got a draw against probably... Um, even though they're sitting second at the moment because of this draw, probably the favourites to win the league. Um, and also beating the uh, Red Velvet A's 1-0 uh, first game of the season. So the A's are away and they've got an okay squad. Um, I think they had a couple missing. I didn't have a I didn't have a game, but I didn't send any of my boys down um, to help out purely because first things first, they've got a team there and they've had some decent results. And just because the reserves didn't have a game, um, it's not really fair to, in my eyes, to send people down and other people not to get football. So I just told my boys to have the weekend off completely. Um, so just chucking that in first of all before uh, <clears throat> anyone tries to say that uh, the result only stood because the reserve players were playing because they wasn't 
the 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 A's, from what I heard, um, got the ball moving really quickly. Um, got into their stride really early. Stansfield couldn't really get into the game. Um, and to be honest with you, the scoreline was 3-0 to the, uh, to the A's, which obviously are an amazing result. Um, actually, I believe that puts them, after six games, uh, same amount of games as Stansfield, um, on the same amount of points as well. So... It was a fantastic result for them. I don't know too many details, unfortunately, um, <clears throat> from the game itself. I'm only going from certain players telling me um, how the game went. They What they did say was, as much as Red Velvet A's played well and deserved the win, it was one of them games where you probably felt that Stansfield probably could have played 90, another 90 minutes <clears throat> um, and still not scored. It was one of them sort of weekends for him. Um, put it down, bad day at the office if you like, but obviously um, their bad day at the office is uh, Red Velvet A's uh, reward because um, not only have they beaten a team who hadn't lost in the league, um, it weren't just 1-0, it was a... It was a bit of a thumping three 0 Could have been four or five, so I've been told. And keeping a clean sheet against a team that, in the last few weeks, I think scored scored something like thirteen goals in two games. So credit to the A's. Gary's doing a fantastic job down there. Um, real good team spirit. Um, and that's one of the things which was my job when I first took over Red Velvet and first decided to make the A's um, was to have that team spirit. Um, especially with the A's. When I first started the A's, we had really nice club players. Um, but we needed some quality to go with them. So that, but we had to be careful with the players that we brought in in the A's not to rock the boat. And I think the way Gary's worked it, we've looked at lots and lots of players over uh, over the last two seasons. Um, and if it didn't really suit, or if they didn't get on with the players that was already there, or if they looked like there was going to be trouble in, in recent weeks, then generally. We tried someone else. Um, so the recruitment's been really good um, from Gary and Frank. Uh, they've done a fantastic job. And I really hope by the end of the season they get some sort of reward from it um, with their placing in the league. Sandsfield, a blip, a bump in the road, whatever you want to call it, a thumping, any of the above. I'm sure you'll have a good season because you don't beat good Elton Town teams, and they did have a strong squad out that day um, in the Cup. You don't get a good draw against um, um, Chelsfield in the league if you're not a good team. So, best of luck to you. Uh, thank you for uh, having your bump in the road against the, the A's. So, moving on. Um, we're going to jump on to last week's predictions. 
in the Prem, I had Agenda versus South Dulwich. Obviously, two teams that I know really well. Um, I hoped, as much as I said a draw, I hoped a draw. Cause I like both teams. So, um, But unfortunately, uh, Agenda came away with a 4-2 win. I did read on Twitter, South Dulwich's um, standards weren't at their normal uh, higher selves. Um, and they did blame their own performance um, for for the result. So uh, they'll be looking to bounce back this week. Um, I'm going to leave Division 1 and go to Division 2. Um, I had Lewisham Project against Crofton. Now, I've, I've tried looking for the result and I can't find it. So all I can presume is that one got postponed. I went for a 2-0 um, win for Crofton. Um, if that game did go ahead, I do apologise. I have looked for it, um, but I can't even see um, any uh, postponement fixture, uh, fixture put out there. Division 3, Eltham Eagles against um, Bexley Heath Lions. I said it would be a good game. Um, I thought Bexley Heath Lions would, would beat Eltham Eagles. Uh, but Elton Eagles are on such a good run. I just um, they've actually they've actually gone top with with the win. Um, but it looked like it was a fantastic game, five four to Elton Eagles. So fantastic result. Um, I wouldn't mind knowing how them goals went in. Um, did they come from behind? Um, was they storming it and then take the foot off the gas and let them back uh, Bexley Lions back in? I just don't know, but. Nine games in uh, nine goals in in a game it must have been an absolute cracker. Um, obviously, the A's versus Stansall spoke about. <coughs> I didn't do a prediction on that, but obviously, I would have always went with with the A's. Maybe not three nil. I probably would have said a, a two one or or one nil, but three nil win for them. Well, if I thought a nine goal game would be a cracker, I look back up. To Division One, Groundhoppers versus Rustlers. I said it, it would be a five-goal thriller, three-two to Rustlers. Wow, nine-one to Groundhoppers. That's correct, ladies and gentlemen. Nine-one thumping. Now I know some of you boys didn't. Didn't play. Uh, some of the boys that went over to uh, from Red Velvet to Rustlers, but um, you know I love you to bits. But Harry White, Jack Williams, Daniel Dixon, Dean Pierce, you boys took a hell of a beating at Groundhoppers. Groundhoppers, well done. You've this season you've been fantastic. Uh, when you get your full squad out. Um, I did hear that Rustlers, basically, whatever they did, it just didn't happen for them um, at the weekend. But to score nine against Rustlers, even if they was poor, um, still an amazing result. So, well done. <coughs> Being my last podcast, um, I'm not going to do predictions for next week. Because um, I'm not here to see how poor or well I've done. So... Um, next, a little bit on, I have to say thank you um, to Martin, the chairman of Red Velvet, and Gary, the um, secretary of Red Velvet, for 
um, taking me on board a few years ago um, and let me become manager of um, of one of your Red Velvet teams. It's been, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, the, some of the players, um, Stevie and Andre, um, you've been with me since since the start. Um, and you've seen how we've progressed and 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 how the how the club's progressed um especially with starting the new team both of you have played for for both over the last couple of years um so thank you to you two in, in particular and everyone who's every player who's played under me or I've signed for the A's um and if I haven't had a game, I went down and watched you. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, it's been difficult, though. Um, not to win anything. Well, that, that that hurts. And and I think, like, stop and start seasons, it killed everyone. Um, obviously, when when the pandemic first hit, I generally thought we, we, we was up for winning something that season. I thought... I thought we we was playing some really good football, um, and like it did everyone, it just it just knocked the wind out of our sails and ruined the season completely for us. A um, couple of guys didn't even come back. A um, couple of couple of us obviously um, came back a little bit weightier. Took a few weeks to get back into football. Look, it is what it is. Um, no one asked for a pandemic. No one asked for a stop-start season. Um, but yeah, um, the league, the league have been fantastic to me. Uh, I've said this in other podcasts. Lot, lots of um, committees get slated for certain things, but whenever I've asked personally for for help on things, they're always willing to help. Um, they're only a phone call away they'll always give you an answer even if it's not the answer you want uh, at least they don't ignore it they give you that straight honest answer um, and obviously I was um, on the committee as a club rep um, and I've got a lot of respect of what, what they do um, in around the league um, all I wish if I'm being honest with you is is for the league to, to grow um, and the Kent County to actually look at the league and go, do you know what? The league's not a stepping stone for Kev Kent County Div Three, um, which is in my which is a poor league. If I'm being honest with you, um, it should run alongside it. I'm not saying that the Bromley South London Lions Prem should be sitting with the Kent Prem, but. The Prem's easily as good as Div 2 in the Kent. Easily. And the proof's, the proof's there. Over the last few years, the team, teams have gone across. Um, like your Meridians even. Absolutely tonked um, the Kent Div 3. Like, won, won it. Then gets promoted. Then go into Div 1. And... And they just always look at it, and I was just think to myself, the hard work the committee does, and they they need to they need to get that like 
can if they need to look at it and just go, do you know what, this league is worthy of being alongside us um, and not just a feeder. So hopefully in a few years' time, something, something could happen. It probably won't, but that's just my views on that one. But again, everyone on the committee, from the bottom of my heart, thank you very much for your time um, over the last few years. Was leaving Red Velvet a hard decision? Yes, it was. It was a very hard decision to make. Um, my, they're my players. They're my boys. Uh, that's my club. Um, every decision what, what got made over the last few years, um, rightly or wrongly, went through myself. Um, and, and to let go of something like that, it's... It's pretty hard to do. It is pretty hard to do, I must admit. But over the last few years of doing so much on my own and behind the scenes, obviously Gary's there um, and he's supported me lots and lots of times. But um, you know what? I just needed a rest from it all. Um, even though we had to stop and start the season, I was still doing things behind the scenes when everyone was like not there and pre-season doesn't stop every manager knows pre-season doesn't stop for a manager um or end of season sorry and I, yeah i just just feel like i need a rest and the opportunity um for me to become a goalkeeping coach and just enjoy my football again um that for me was a was was a massive thing and that's why I decided to go. Um, but yeah, hopefully with the league, it's not um, it's not goodbye. It's uh, more see you later in the future. Um, if you'd have me back at some point. But you never know. Um, next, VCD, charity games. I mentioned them a couple of weeks ago. Um, <clears throat> VCD have um, been amazing to... Um, let a couple of uh, charity games be played on the 19th and 24th uh, of this month. So, uh, Friday the 19th um, and Wednesday the 24th. The first one um, is for the Mind uh, Mental Health Charity. An amazing thing to do. Um, if you're available on the Friday, um, this generally gets released on Friday. So, come down and watch. Um, if it get, does get released on a Saturday, because uh, I've recorded it too late. Sorry, you missed it, but the 24th, Wednesday 24th, it's the Selk game. Um, Mr. Mister Selk himself will be uh, donning a tracksuit um, in the dugout, uh, marching up and down, uh, barking his orders um, against... Um, the Rochester Prison Guards, so that'll be a good, good, good game. Um, so, and that uh, was obviously for Coley, who passed away um, through illness uh, a couple of months ago. So that's another fantastic game to be involved in as well. I'm, I'm running the line on both of those. So, um, if you do come down, come say hello, hello, hello. Um, and that is my last podcast. Um, thank you very much. I've really, really enjoyed it. I hope you lot have enjoyed it as well. 
Um, I've had some good feedback over the last few weeks. Um, it's only a short podcast, purely because um, I didn't have a game at the weekend to talk about. Um, last thing I've got to do, um, apart from saying thank you and goodbye, is uh, let you know who's going to be taking over from next week. And I know this lad very, very well. Um, he loves his grassroots football. Um, I've commented on their teams, on how they conduct themselves, um, how they play football, conversations before the game, after the game. I really think um, when this name popped up, I got straight on the phone messaging um, Mr. Selk himself and said, you've got to give him a crack. I think he'll be amazing at it. Um, and that person is um, Anthony from uh, South Dulwich. So um, I know he listens to the podcasts um, and he gives me really good feedback. So I'm sure you'll do a better job than me. Um, you're a top, top fella. And I'll be looking forward to listening to your podcasts now um, in the future. Guys, thank you very much for the last few weeks. Thank you, everyone who's listened. Um, again, thank you to everyone at Red Velvet. I've been Jim Kenny. Goodbye. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.